So this presentation uh, was created in order to make us really understand what other people feel. I've never been a guy. I don't even know what does it mean, you know, to live in a man's body. Can you imagine how it is? Not the men, the women. <laughs> and the men, how would you like to feel what does it mean to give birth? Hmm. Ouch. <laughs> so I just want to give us a glimpse of what's going to happen with the women. And I just want to start, you know, Kent Robinson, one of my teachers, all of us, you know, unfortunately we lost him a year ago to whatever kind of disease he had. But there is, he had a wonderful story that said that there is this, uh, in the kindergarten, a, a, ch a child, you know, a girl is sitting down and she's drawing and the, uh, and, you know, and uh, the, the person who is in charge, whatever, the, uh, is coming and saying, listen, uh, you have to join the group because you, everybody are going to eat lunch now. He says, no, 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 but I have to finish my, my painting. He says, what are you painting? He says, well, I'm painting God eating lunch. So she says, but no one knows how God looks, you know, the elder woman said. And she says, well, now they'll know. So, <laughs> so I think that is it. This is it. Okay, so I just want to take you and... Uh, and it's not because I'm a woman, okay? <laughs> I've, I, I'm not prejudiced in this sense, but I think the coming 20 years are going to be life-changing for women. I'm, I'm serious about that. So we talked about technologies and I, give you some, I gave you some uh, options and some, some ideas about where it's going, but now let's see how it's going to impact, you know, a certain species, you know, about 50% of us, you know, in the world. Okay, so what I did, I looked at uh, women's life, and please forgive me, there were more options to look, but we, I, I didn't have two weeks with you, so I tried to do, I tried to look at some uh, things that I think are very important, the health, family and parenting, uh, of course, and uh, appearance, finance, uh, career, friendship, you know, very important, right? We all have our best, bestie, right? And then uh, self-image, and and there I must tell you, <laughs> I had I had what what happened? What was it? Yeah. What? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> okay. And uh, well, and here I must say because I I thought about you know that uh, there I had some very interesting sex uh, um, not porn, but sex uh, pictures, but I decided not to put them on because I thought then I, I will never be able to continue. <laughs> um, but um, I must tell you just, uh, just in the last note that there is a new porn industry is being born right now. Totally different. Totally different than what we had, which is very good because I don't know, but the Gen Z right now are doing less sex than any generation before. Yeah. You know why? Because the young women, are, you know, because what happened is that the sadomaso, whatever, all of this became so popular and the young women are looking at it and says, Ooh, who wants it? So they're not willing to do any more sex. So it's good that we have a new porn industry being born right now because then it gives, you know, it will teach whoever needs to be taught that there are other options for that. But just giving you an idea. So what is happening right now? We're going to talk it. We are going to talk about it in a sec. I mean, in half an hour, I'm going to talk about it even in length. But imagine you are in one one. Let's say uh, 1899, and you are with your grandmother, and you're telling her, "Granny, 
you know, I can do some stuff, I can give you some things, and you will be able to live not to 49, as all of our neighbors, but you could live to the age of 80. Would you like to do that? She's going to look at me, and she says, oh, I have such a wonderful grandmother, right? A, grand, a grandchild. She's, she has a lot of imagination, right? Because at 120 years ago, it was impossible to think, right, that we will live to, to 18, 90, and beyond that. And we are only in the beginning. But we as women, we have a problem. You know why we have a problem? Because our internal organs, some of them, are maturing in much, much quicker. Some of them up to, I would say, 50% to 100% more. Why is it? Do you have any idea? OK. Because we are right now having a problem with, uh, with uh, our ovaries. Okay, uh, so and the ovaries has a huge role in our uh, longevity. It uh, yeah it has huge impact our on our health and our longevity. And just to give you an idea, do you know when women are the most fertilizer? When we are most capable of having children? Any idea which age? What? Twelve? Thirteen? Okay, good. Any other options? When we are in the womb. At the, uh, uh, when we are 26 weeks old in our, womb, in, in our mother's womb, we have 7 million eggs. When we go out, we have only 1 million. Yeah. When we get to puberty, we have only uh, 300,000. 300, That's all. So when I'm 20, my ovaries are 40. When I'm 40, my ovaries are 80. Well, to tell you the truth, I'm 125, so you can, <laughs> so you can think what, what the age of my ovaries. So just to give you an idea. So this is an issue, and we never talked about it, right? No, no one knew about it, right? Because we weren't thinking about it. So now we are going to take it. So we are going to take on menopause. We're going to change it, OK? And we're going probably to eliminate menopause altogether, OK? The other thing is we are going to take total different care of our skin. Okay, because we understand right now that this is the biggest, the, the biggest uh, organ, and we need to take it, and this is our best protection. And more than that, we are going to be in a situation that any kind of organ, okay, any kind of organ is going to be replaced. You're going to have an app. It is going to be connected to, I would say, a small uh, uh, device that is going to run through your body, and it's going to give hints. In six months, you might have a heart attack. Yeah. And then you will be capable of going and replacing your heart with your own stem cells. So there won't be any rejections of the body. Yeah. Unbelievable, huh? I told you science fiction is going to become science fact. So what we should do right now, we start be more aware. Because what is happening right now Still, we are living more, longer than guys, but not as, as before. <laughs> and it's not because the, the guys are living longer, because we are not taking such good care about ourselves. It's definitely, so we start, we should take much better care of ourselves, okay? 
And the most important thing is what we call quantified self. Did you hear about this phrase, quantified self? Okay, meaning measuring everything you do, what's happening in your body. Do you see this ring? It looks beautiful, right? Okay, it's an aura ring. The amount of sensors that are in this ring are more than what we had on Apollo 13. Yeah, and it's, it, has, it gets all the information, including the pace of my heartbeat, and if there is a difference, and when there is a difference, and what does it mean for my health. So this is, yeah, it's, and it's look like a fashion, right? Like a jewelry, right? Okay, so this is what we are gonna do. And so we are going to surround ourselves, quantified self, meaning we are gonna take charge of our health and we are gonna take care of happening, everything that is happening to us. And we are not going to rely on any practitioner, doctor practitioner, to tell us what to do and how to do. This is a mega trend right now. And you know who is adopting it earlier? Women. Why are we adopting it earlier? And for whom? For ourselves or our, for our dearest ones? For our dearest ones, exactly. For our parents, for our children, for our husband, and so forth. But we will get there. So this is it. So first of all, and we need to create community support for that. Now, what's going to happen with our career? So this was just to give you an idea that we are going to live longer, but we have to do something about that. I don't want to go deep into health because it's usually, you know, a little bit uh, serious and so forth and quite uh, frightening. But the question is regarding that is if we are going to be all in the quantified self mode, what the fashion industry can gain from it? Can we use our clothes or our devices our wearables to assist us. So I think this is the big question regarding that. Now, when we're talking about career, what's, what's going to happen right now is that usually what we did, what we did, we are all good girls, right? Mommy and daddy said to us, okay, you finish high school, you go, Israeli, go to the army. If not, you go to, to college and then you go to the university, right? Earn a degree, right? And then what you do, you start, you know, Working in a uh, 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 working, you know, in one place, and then either you move, but also you stay and try to, you know, get to higher position and so forth. Right? No more. No more. If we are all gonna leave to one hundred or more, okay, I'll say it this way: the people in this room, which are about twenty, thirty, we have some, right? Okay, <laughs> you're gonna live like. A, 110, 120, but please don't do something stupid like, you know, driving a, or in, a race, in a racing car or whatever. Um, uh, the one of us that are already coloring the, our hair or don't have any hair anymore to color, okay, some of us, uh, we are going to live at least till the age of 80. Uh, sorry, one, uh, until the age of 100, but we are going to be extremely active till we are 80, 85 at least. So what does it mean we're talking about a career? So first of all, the model of learning, working, pension is not relevant anymore because we don't have time for pension, <laughs> okay? So what we are gonna do is that we are gonna make the working place our playground. We are gonna move in and out into roles we're going to have part, you know, part, uh, part job here, you know, and, and we will take, you know, in the morning I, I'll work three days a week. I will, uh, you know, work in a kindergarten. Two days I'll work like in a factory doing something. And then in the evening I'm going to be an opera singer. So we are going to see this 
situation which was never ever in human history and especially for women we are going to juggle but we are going to juggle not between our duties we are going to juggle between our dreams no more hidden dreams in the closet they are all here we are going to all use it the other thing that is going to happen for women that the in between you know period that we are taking like an after pregnancy after giving birth or because we need to take care of someone or simply because we are exhausted are going to be much longer because if you are living to the age of 100 and 120 why the hell do you work to you have to work all the time right especially for women especially for women so this is something that we are going to take the other thing women are going to create safety safety net we are learning more and more that we have to depend on ourselves right financially we will talk about finance in in, in a few slides but 50% of marriage are ending in divorce right we know that right so women are getting smarter because what's happening we already during a divorce who is usually suffering financially men or women unfortunately men please i'm not attacking anyone i'm just saying but it does affect okay women so women are watching and learning so we are going to start creating safety net instead of being in a university and studying 6 8 10 years because women are very good girls right we are taught go to the university right and then you finish first second degree and then you will start working we will start learning on the job and for the job nano degrees okay so we're going to work like four days and two days we're going to study or we're going to work three months and then we're going to study for a month okay so we are going to nano degrees instead of you know long term degrees and and so forth and there is going to be a new gig economy there are new apps right now so if you don't want to work in the office you don't want to work or you want to work only part time you're going to get on the gig economy and it's going to be an international global gig economy and you can do whatever you want over there okay okay now when we are talking about power women usually have we we have a problem we all of us were brought hidden or not hidden with the conception that power and femininity are opposite how can you be very appealing to the second sex and still be very strong we see it still as a conflict we yet we haven't yet resolved it but in the coming decade because what is going to happen is first of all we are going to outsource many of the roles that we are de- we are doing right now okay i'm going to talk about that in a second we're going to source we outsource it to machines on one hand and on the other hand we can enhance cap- our capabilities in things that we don't have okay by the technologies okay this is the first thing the second i think the third thing is that i think people understand that there is a place for women around the decision making table and why because women think differently than men we have a smaller brain that's for sure what can we do we are more delicate but there are many more connection between the two sides of the brain and this is why when the a woman is being presented with a problem okay it takes her longer to make a decision why because she is looking at it 
from all the possible angles. When we use neurosystems to find out what's happening in the, in the mind, we see that if we present a, per, a, ma a male, a, a man with a problem, only the direct part is being, you know, lighted. The women's head, all of it. First, this is the first difference. The second thing is that when we are talking about men, and this is not, this is, this is, a, this is bio biological, so nothing to do about it, the center of aggression and the center of pleasure are highly connected in men's brain. Yeah. The other thing which is connected when we're talking about the brand's men, men's brain in comparison to women is uh, risk and sexual arousal. Hmm. So who do you want your, who do you want that we will take care of your money. Hmm? Think about it. Okay, so we understand that there is right now, women ha have really, really, they have a different uh, leadership style, okay? And they are much more collaborative. They have holistic view, okay? And they have the ability to have a long view, okay? So they will go to war only if there is no other option. I'm saying it as an Israeli. I wish we had already had someone, even though Golda wasn't a good example. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I think women can make. This is what we need for the future: collaboration more than anything else. So I think we're going to see women breaking the glass ceiling, and the young generation, Gen Z. We won't have time to talk about them right now, but they are not willing to take anything from any company. They want to understand what the company is doing, and they are willing to step out if they're not happy with the answers. You know that. So they are going to take all these capabilities to the extreme. So this is going to be very interesting. So we're going to see more women in leadership roles, hopefully mentoring younger women to go into these roles. Okay. I'm at least, I'm right now in about 10 different organizations that are only doing mentoring to younger women. And there are hundreds of women there. From all the, these, these are all global networks, not Israeli ones. So I think this is going to happen. So what is the opportunity for the fashion world here? What, what opportunity does it uh, you know, present that the fact that women are going to have different roles, I mean, and there won't be any, you know, any dreams? So, like, I need a totally different world role because, you know, in the morning I'm dressing in a certain way and three days a week I'm dressing totally different. And then what's happening when I'm in different roles? Okay. Now, the family is moving from being an institution to being an idea. Mm, what does it mean? Every time we take something which is rigid, traditional, totally defined, and we open the gates. It's open. What's happening? Everything is possible. We are going to see any kind of people in any kind of combination, hopefully without animals. That's my only hope for now. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that we are going, it's, everything is going to be totally. So we're going to see 
probably people who are, I don't know whether you're aware of it, in, in, in Europe, it's very strong right now, people are saying I'm partner with someone, but I'm not married him. I don't even live with him in the same home or even in the same city. We're going to see more and more of this. You know that even in, in Saudi Arabia, I think 30% of the young people are not willing to, to marry at all. Very interesting, even though it's a very conservative society. Second fiddler marriage, you know what it is? It's that men are staying at home and they're taking care of the children. So researchers were very interested in understanding what is the level of happiness in this family. So you know what they went to? They went to check about a few uh, issues, but the most important finding was regarding what? Regarding sex life. Okay, the men who stayed at home, but willingly, not because there wasn't any option for them outside, said that they are much happier in the in the uh, in general in the marriage life, but also regarding their sex life. Okay, so we call it second fiddler uh, marriage. Well, when I'm saying, and I think it's a beautiful idea because I think men can raise children as good as women. I think they never had a chance. Men never had the opportunity to choose. Now they also, which is also very important. Meaning once you liberate one society, one group of, of, of uh, or gender, you also liberate the other one from any kind of restraining expectations and so forth. Okay, second, short, anyone is gonna get married this week? Okay. So, think about it. You're supposed to be standing wherever you're standing in which, no, no, no worries. And you have to look, remember we're gonna to live to 120? Okay. I'm looking at this guy. Well, I love him today for sure, but for 100 years? <laughs> am I going, am I really preparing to sign for 100 years? Okay, so what if I'll tell him, listen, before, before, before we do it, can, can, we, can we change it until death, the death do us apart? Can we, uh, let's, let's negotiate until the children are 20. Uh, let's, let's, let's do it for five years, you know. We don't want children right now. Let's see if it works for us, oh, okay. Or perhaps, you know, if you make me still happy and satisfied, you know, and we can, I have an app, you know, that uh, it's going to be a new app, you know, a new startup, a, a marriage happiness app. Oh, every day I'm checking, oh, oh, three weeks I'm not happy. We have to negotiate. <laughs> I'm just saying, so this is gonna happen. People are gonna, you know, uh, 20 years ago, no one uh, thought about signing a prenuptial, right? You know, everybody around me, they're getting married. Of course they're signing. What the hell? What's going on here? So this is, this is a change, okay? So it's gonna be a short-term uh, marriage. Okay, this is, this is good, okay. <laughs> what if I love not only one man? Sorry, man, I'm, I'm a woman, so I can speak to myself. Why can't I marry four guys? <laughs> okay, so anyone, okay, you don't have to answer this question. Anyone here is on Tinder? Okay, because I'm interested in anything, so I'm also on Tinder. So it's very interesting to, to see, so I'm, I'm checking it, you know, I have this, uh, I, I'm doing like a social, uh, you know, in, uh, investigation. So three, four years ago on Tinder, mail would put, you know, pictures of the sea. I'm happily married. <laughs> But uh, my wife, uh, you know, she knows I'm here. Now people are putting their pictures, you know, and their names and saying, yeah, I'm happily married, but it's not enough for me. So, so I'm here and I'm looking for someone else. Would you like to be my girlfriend? So what I'm saying is that the definition uh, of what is betrayal and what is this meaning to be loyal 
is totally different. And the meaning of the question, what you did, what did you do Wednesday afternoon when I called you 10 times and you didn't answer, <laughs> is totally changing. Okay? Single parenting families. We have now... No worries, no worries. 500 plus 500 more women in the States raising children by themselves, making babies by themselves. In Israel, around 12% of whole families are led by one person, a woman. It's never been in history, never been. What does it mean? A woman raising children alone. And because we are gonna live longer, Something else is going to happen. We are have, we're going to have never in history five generations of people living under the same roof. Think about it. 100 to one year. Think about it. What does it mean for what we eat, how we behave, <laughs> how much present we have to bring for, okay, how we dress? Think about all the opportunities, all of this, each of it. Okay, co-living, you know, I'm alone, I don't want to be alone, well, I have a girlfriend, she's living in Iceland, not, not, we don't have any, you know, intimate relationship, but she's coming for six years, she's living, six months she's living here, six uh, months she's going to, so all of this, each line here represents an opportunity, a business opportunity, what are you going to do about it? Okay, now, uh, we talked about the fact that People definitely, know, many people right now that don't want to have children at all. We're going to see more of that. We see that in Japan, women are not willing. They're not willing to, to become mothers. We're going to see more of this in the state. Okay, there is a new, uh, I would say, people are adopting a new approach. Some children, definitely the, with Gen Z. They are co co so frightened from the future, especially from climate change and their belief that the governments are not taking the, the proper action. So they are really, really concerned. And many of them are not willing to uh, give birth to a new child. They're asking the question, so they're not very optimistic. That's what I'm saying. And definitely as well in Japan. So I'm just saying this is also something. Now, what about giving birth when you're 70? Mm. Never thought about it. Okay, and your first thought, if I may say, are like this, 70? Okay, it's so hard in any case to be pregnant. Why should I do it when I'm 70, right? It's, so, it's gonna be so hard, it's totally, definitely not healthy for the child, right? But what if we have new ways to do that? Just to give you an idea, we are, we are gonna have you know, what we call artificial womb. Because I don't know whether you're aware of it, but being, preg in being pregnant is quite dangerous. It's not easy. But also, unfortunately, in the United States, we have a huge problem right now of the amount of women who have difficulties or complication or even death after birth. All the world is decreasing. In the States, it got last year, do you know to how much? 24% of the, yeah, of the women who gave birth, yeah. 
yeah, serious, serious uh, situation. But what if I'm 70 and, okay, I can bring a child, okay, look at this, I'm 70. Of course, I'm not ovulating, but I can take a stem cells from my hand. And what I'm saying is already in the laboratory, it's already being done. I'm taking one stem cells and my partner stem cells, we take it into the lab. We reverse the age of the stem cells. Yeah, it's being done already. Okay, I can, it's going to be embryonic cell, meaning that I can, I reverse it so many times, you know, so I can, I can use it whatever I want. And I create an egg from my and a sperm from his. And we put it in the womb. And right now the womb can hold like I think uh, 27 weeks. So it's not that long. Okay. So what is going to happen right now? But listen, 6 million women right now are trying to get into pregnancy every year in the United States. Only five women are five million are successful. <coughs> Bless you. But only four women, four million women, are capable of finishing the pregnancy successfully. So we have already two million women a year that can't conceive. If we have this solution, and we are going to have it in this decade. Think about it. And let's talk about what we call silent birth. One of my teacher, Amy Webb, one of the most brilliant women ever lived. She's one of the biggest, the most of the most important futuristic thinking in the world. She had no less than 13 silent births. She's one of the most successful women on earth. And she tells the story that ever, ever, every, after, after every time, she has to pull herself because she feels like a total failure. Can't bring in, she can't bring new life into this world. She wrote a wonderful book, came out last week. Uh, Genesis, you're more, more than invited to read, or I can send you some links regarding that. So we are going to take care of that. And of course, men who wants to bring birth, right? And can't, you know, they have to go to surrogate mother and so forth. So this is going to be. And I know that right now it feels that I'm talking about science fiction. But IVF, you know what? When would we started doing IVF? Only 44 years ago. And the first child that was born, it was a girl, that was born from IVF was called what? The devil daughter. Can we imagine our life right now without IVF? No, right? Of course, it's a child. Doesn't matter who brought him and how he brought him to life. So this is one way. So, and why is it so important? Because right now there is total inequality, right? Because we, once we are getting to the age of 16 or 17 or 18, we start, you know, planning our lives according to what? According to the timetable in which we can create a family. That we can bring children to the world, right? All of us, all the women. Men are, you know, they are liberated from that. So, this is going to be an equality issue more than anything else. And it won't, I can assure you, it won't happen without fights. This. 
Like we had fights right now with abortion, right? But we're going to get there because you can't stop progress. doesn't matter what you do. You can't stop it. So, more than that, you know, they kept saying when I was younger that behind every successful man there is what? A successful woman, right? And then when we had successful women, we used to say, well, behind any successful women, what there is, there is another woman. <laughs> now we are going to say, we, behind any successful woman, there are many machines. Okay, so just to give you an idea. So, okay. So first of all, hold on, I want to go back. Okay. So, uh, oh, okay, I went, sorry, I went, I went further. It's not going back? Oh, it's going back. Okay. So, what if, I don't know what happened. Okay, here we go. What if I don't, I'm not doing something well? Okay, let's see. Sorry. Okay, okay. You know this lady? Huh. <laughs> Who wished that she would have been her nanny? All of us, huh? <laughs> okay. What if I already got rid of my cell phone because it's going to happen in the coming five years? And this, everything is here, right? I have this uh, magic glasses which I have three levels of uh, reality on them, physical reality, augmented reality, and virtual reality. And here I have this small button. And, uh, button. and whenever I want to say something to my assistant, which is Mary Poppins, I tell her, and this, this Mary Poppins take care of all the chores, right? So she's sending the mes message for the laundry. Uh, also, she is, uh, uh, she's ordering food from Amazon. She's checking the small button. We can check with the refrigerator what is, good, what is missing, right? And the refrigerator is smart. It's a smart refrigerator. So it tells the information and so forth. So this is going to be like a Mary Poppins. It's going to be like someone, a personal assistant. Besides taking the dogs out, okay, and cuddling the children, she can do it for us. So this is going to happen, okay? So think about it. Also, how is it going to impact any kind of purchasing decision that I'm going to make? Now, robots. We are going to live with robots all over. So think about it. I'm going to have a robot that is going to play with my children, and they're going to make sure that they're making their homework properly, okay? Get used to it bring small robots already home. We are going to use autonomous cars. The idea that we are taking children, most of the women, the mothers which are having small children, what, five o'clock, what, we have to start being, we are becoming the chauffeurs, right? From one, right, okay, ballet lessons, okay, mathematics, whatever, right? So we are running around the city with the children, you know, sitting in the car, forget about it. We are going to have this autonomous cars, other hours, other it's going to be a robot taxi. The price of it is going to be half of the price of owning a car. It's going to be totally insane to hold a car in 10 years. Most of the people, and this is McKinsey writing, which is for me is the, the most traditional, you know, uh, a consultancy firm in the world. They are talking about that, that by 2025 or 2030, most of the people within big cities are going to give up on the cars. Okay, so we are going to use these cars. Okay, so it's going to free our time. Women are going to be, they're going to have much more free time. And there is going to be, of course, an app. So when the child is getting into the car, it's opening in our app. We see the child, we see the driver, we give the direction to the guard. We can, we can even see. 
we can even stay, okay, because we are afraid it's our, child, it's our children, right? So we can see what's happening with him. So these are going to be, so each of us, we are going to have an army of robots. I'm serious. Okay, think about it. So what, how it's going to impact us. Now the other new, I think, concept, which is emerging right now, before our eyes and we don't really cons we don't really understand it properly yet it's pre-maintenance we are going to do pre-maintenance to anything i gave you before that the example of our body right you know you're going to have a heart attack in uh, six months go ahead and take care of your of your heart or so forth okay or your mommy might have an alzheimer and so forth all of this okay is going to be, but also it's going to be in our, you know, it's going to be in our body, it's going to be in our home, it's going to be in any device we have. And it's going to give us, an, you know, all the time it's going to give us hints. This is why data is going to be so important, because data is going to give us the idea. So what is the fashion industry is going to do about it? How the industry is going also to be, you know, to be capable of capturing this concept of pre-maintenance when we are talking about women, because women are going to be in charge, because on top of everything, we still take care of all, not only ourselves, but everybody else. So in many ways, it's going to be like automagic in many ways in compared to what we have right now. Now, regarding appearance, I want to say, I think we are going to see two different trends. One of them is going to be, you know, and I think it's fine in many ways, you know, I like growing old. I like the fact that I'm mature. I don't care having, you know, gray hair or whatever. And it's fine. It's okay. But I think that most of us would like to get up in the morning to look at the mirror and say, hmm, I love what I see, right? And when we have what we call bad hair day, right? <laughs> we are not that happy. So I think that taking care of ourselves and definitely our skin more than anything else, I keep repeating it because this is going to be huge because skin has to do only also with health. And more than that, the, our skin is aging twice as fast usually than the rest of our body. So anything that is gonna assist dealing with this or either you know, uh, hopefully even stopping it is going to be a huge, huge opportunity. So what we are going to see that we are going to see still the traditional, but we are going to look and David Sinclair, I urge you to listen to it. And if not, I can even send you some links. He's talking about the new kind of cosmetics, the new kind of cosmetics, which is not only taking care of the external beauty, but also on the inner health. So this is, this is a new cosmetics which is coming in, okay? So I think this is, we're talking about rejuvenation of the skin. So I think we should talk about that, okay. I won't go deep into the finance. I'm just gonna say we are still on the way. We are not yet there, unfortunately. And, but we have, we have to get there. We have to have, because when, you know, I was, when I was preparing for this lecture, I went to the Oxford Lick, Lick Dictionary and I looked what it is, what does it mean, you know, financial independence. And you know what it said? It said that you have, it's freedom, it's liberty of any kind of dependence. And once you have liberty of, 
you can have liberty for. Okay? And I think it's about time. So we are still in progress. We are not yet there. But more women are investing right now. More women than ever from the millennium, from the corona, started investing. We see that many war women in the States, I, did, I, I, I hidden all the slides because I didn't want to bore you, but you have all the information inside, okay, with all the data. So it's unbelievable. Women suddenly, you know, they, they grasp, they understand the meaning of money and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, I would say the freedom that it gives us, okay? So I think also we're going to see, we are going to see, even though only 33% right now of small businesses, businesses owners in the States are women, it's on the rise. And what is very interesting, when you, when you do survey with these women, you see that even though it's very hard to be a small owner, a small business owner, they all of them saying that much happier than before. Unbelievable. So we're going to see, and we know that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, I would say the, the economic engine in the States is the small businesses. Okay, so definitely this is going to be crucial. So what's happening if I'm running a small business, I, I still also a huge opportunity for the fashion industry because women want to appear in, a, you know, in, in, in the right way in order to, to deal with everything that has to do. And running a business is, is very complicated. So I think this is going to be uh, important. We see women getting into high tech, even though right now only 2% of women are getting the funding from venture capitals, still right now, I am aware at least of seven mega companies of venture capitals which are women's which are led by women and are only investing in women. So this is a new trend. And we're going to see the same in Nigeria. We're going to see the same in South Africa and we're going to see the same in the in the east. So this is changing. So what is happening in the states is just to give us you know the idea what's what's going to happen in uh, in in the in the in the in the rest of the world. The other thing is the digital money. Bitcoin is a new gold, new gold. And because women are, and forget about what's happening right now, because uh, I, think, uh, uh, I think the fact that there is such a, um, right now, it, I would say there is a problem or you relate to it as a velocity. Velocity, I think velocity is uncertainty more than anything else. So I, would, I think Bitcoin is here to stay. And women, for women, it's a love story. Yesterday, when there was a crash, you know, there was an, another crash of, of the Bitcoin price. I was on Twitter because, you know, I keep, you know, track of what's happening. And I was amazed of all the women in the fashion industry, the digital fashion industry, had a huge debate whether to sell the Bitcoins or to keep it. Women who are running fashion, digital fish fashion, you know, uh, labs or companies. Okay, you know, this week, you know, we are starting this week, we have the digital uh, um, um, fashion week. Uh, there is a new, if it's needed, I'll send you some information as well. I'm going to be there. So, it's a new love story. Because it's a new set of, uh, um, set, I would say, um, of uh, economic value. So, we are going to see women going there. You know why also? Because it's in another, pli in another place. They can have total ownership over it. So women and Bitcoin, I can assure you, it's a new love story. What are you going to do about it? And for, forget about money. What about NFTs? Women are going to be definitely involved in NFT. 
especially ones that can re and re resell. I don't know whether you're aware of it, but Adidas, I think, like in a few months ago, they went out with a, with a, with a shoe, a digital shoe. They sold uh, 300,000 pairs in uh, less than an hour. Uh, yeah, it gave them, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I, I forget, forgive me if I'm, I'm incorrect regarding the numbers, but I think it was like, I don't know, like uh, $32 million or whatever. And every, you know, every shoe was $300. What was interesting is the resale. The resale was done in uh, two days. They got, uh, I think, 180 additional 180 uh, uh, million dollars on top of it, but they did nothing for it because it was coded. It was coded, so every time you resale, Adidas gets more money. Women loves it. So I'm going to tell you where the developers are going. Smart women are going after them. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about that? Okay. Now, sex. Of course, I had to bring her. Okay. So, uh, what's going on? Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I went. Okay. I went further. Okay. Before the friendship. Ah, okay. So, I don't know. It's not working. Anyway, of course, I had to. Well, I had. I had a very interesting one showing her doing what she was doing, but I decided not to bring it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about the definition of sexuality. For many years, it was a binary choice, right? Either you're a man, either you're a woman. I had to conduct focus groups in the States, and I started, you know what? with asking each of the respondent, how would you like me to refer to you? As a him, he, him, she, her, it, they, them. And I was looking at these people. Some of them look like men, some of them look like women, I can assure you, but they asked me to tell that they are them. We are starting to understand, and it's very important for the fashion industry regarding Gen Z. They look at their sexuality and sexual identity as a non-binary one. They say, we love everybody. We are not attached to a certain kind of let's say, uh, devices, <laughs> okay? And this is very important because we are going to see more and more of this. So the issue of sexuality and how do I define, it's becoming much more not based on what I look like, how I was born, what, what, is, was, what was my biological sex or gender, but regarding, it's going to be based on how I feel, okay? But beyond that, women are going to be much more expressive regarding their sex. Did you see Frankie and uh, did you see what? Uh, yeah, with, with <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Few more things uh, because I want to move to the other presentation. Uh, but friendship. People are not talking enough about how friendship is important for women. Am I right? 
What would we do if our best friend is going to move to live on the Mars? Can't think about it, right? Okay. Friendship is, was, was always underestimated in women's life. But right now, when we have 100 years to live, or 120, we don't have to wait till we're 70 or 80 to go for a long trip with our bestie, right? To the Amazonas, to United States, shore to shore, take a truck, right? Is it possible? What do you think about that? You would like it, huh? So this is going to happen, okay? So we are going to see that, okay, more and more. And because we have more time, we are going to put much more time. Now, what is interesting is I'm, I'm circulating back right now to technologies. You remember the new best technology, new friends? What I think is going to happen, women are going to use the friendship or communities in order, in order to experience with the new technologies. How are you going to use this to create an arena for them to do that? Okay. Self-identity, as I said, is going to be totally, you know, I would say it's going to be much more flexible, much more fluid than anything we ever anticipated or had before. You remember, everything is moving, like as we talked about family, moving from being, uh, uh, you know, a traditional institute to an idea here. Why can't I be something else in the morning, something else in the evening, something else in between? Why not? What the world is going to gain by this? Is anything going to be lost by it? Is there any, I would say, obstacle to our imagination? And how fashion can assist me in moving in and out all these different identities? So we're going to be all the time on beta mode because everything is going to change. All the time we're going to be on a move and we are going to need much more support. So anyone who is working in the, I would say, the coaching industry, huge, <laughs> huge opportunities, huge psychologists, you know, therapists, whatever, huge opportunities. All of us are going to be. But what about can our clothes be our coach, as I told you with the yoga? Can my clothes be my coach as well, okay? And we're going to take much more leap of faith all the time, all the time, okay. So, we don't hear, why weren't we hearing? Ah, hold on, this is important, I'll, okay, I'll just put the noise on. Uh, You don't hear, right? You didn't hear, right? Okay. Hi, kids. My husband is 76. My parents are in their late 90s. And Olivia, the dog, is 16. So let's talk about aging. Let me tell you how I feel when I see my wrinkles in the mirror. And I realized that some parts of me have dropped and I can't find them. Mary Oliver says in one of her poems, 
tell me, what is it that you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Me, I intend to live passionate. This is Allende, okay? So, what are you going to do with your, you know, beautiful, you know, life? And this is, I think, what we should think about. So, what are the major general implications of what we saw right now? Women will gain more power, meaning more opportunities, definitely, in the coming decade and beyond that. The all, I would say, well-being and, and satisfaction is going to be on the rise. Definitely, the, and I think, I think there is a, going to be a lag. I mean, there was going to be a difference. There was going to be a gap between, the, of course, the, the, already the, the West and, and, of course, uh, I would say the developing world. And, um, but I think it's going to have huge implications huge implications, because even if you take only as, as, as a case study what happened with Australia in the beginning of the corona, you remember what happened, and what happened, for example, in Britain, in London, okay? What happened when this was, there was a prime minister, which was a woman, and there was a man, and I think we're going to see that more and more in the business world, where women are, you know, getting more power, are around, sitting around the table when they are the decision-making, okay? Uh, but there are going to be fights. And, but what is very interesting, and this is very, very unique for women, women don't give up on being the caregivers. Very, very important. So what is going to happen is that women are going to gain more power, we are going to live longer, we don't want to miss on our dreams on one hand, but on the other hand, we still care deeply. So we're still, what we say, we're going to have, we have multi, I would say, duties or roles regarding the health and well-being of all our family. The elderly, the children, our partner. So this, you know, balancing between all of this is going to be, in a sense, I think, quite I wouldn't say intimidating, by challenging, but this is where technologies are coming in. So I think it's going to be extremely interesting the coming two decades. Definitely totally different than what our mothers told us about the world. We will have to unlearn what we were taught. We will have to relearn what reality is presenting us with. And then we will have to find a way to mitigate between those, you know, inner voices that in our heads and in our hearts. So what about the fashion industry? Come on, you have huge opportunities. <laughs> Wherever you look at it, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you look, whether you're looking at in, uh, in developed countries, undeveloped countries, developing countries, wherever you're looking, women are on the move and there are new needs. It's you will have, the only thing I think, you will have to make a decision which opportunity you want to capture and how you want to do it. But if you look at this, from my, from this, uh, I would say, lenses, you can only see huge opportunities, okay? So there are going to be new uh, and diverse uh, uh, beauty models, okay? It's not going to be, you know, the skinny uh, white uh, women, uh, you know, it's not going to be the only this fantasy. 
there are going to be there is going to be diverse of choices and there is going to be a need for diverse of choices because we are going to juggle as we said between different worlds but also between different identities all the time and I want it to be totally in line with not only my needs but also with my body with my posture with my, my way of moving how are we going to use technology to give every woman the opportunity to feel that this shirt was designed based on her their preference and her body her heartbeat this is a big this is a big opportunity hyper costumation hyper i mean really really i would say like you know as if i'm closing my eyes i'm dreaming how i'm looking what what do i see how do i see and suddenly i open my eyes and i look exactly and this fit was definitely designed only for me this is a big i think this is a big challenge but i think once it will be possible and listen it's being now done in much more i would say complicated situation because if now i cre can create and we can do it we are doing it i create a specific heart which is based on my stem cells and i'm going to replace my heart with a new heart of mine so if the health industry can do it fashion industry can find a way to do it i'm sorry i don't believe that not it's uh, that's impossible we we do it with our hearts how are we going to do it with our cloth we need to think about it how are we going to make sure that we measure women properly we create for them the right place how do we create a special data for each of our customers learn what how she uses the 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 the, the, the cloth how she's you know what's happening to the cloth and so forth and then recreate what is good for her the next generation and then there is a leap we don't need anyone in between we create we, we co-create with our consumers and right now everybody are talking about the you know decreased level of trust and lack of loyalty i think it because people feel that they are not being seen enough that they are not being investigated they are not they're not being there isn't enough uh, i think importance attached to them you reverse it you do the opposite you are going you're going to gain their loyalty for life this is what i think so we are going to see everything from extreme pragmatism you know people who are going to the moon and of course things which are totally after, you know i want to go and i saw this there is this woman called shane um swain or something like this she is now the head of clubhouse or whatever and she's getting on stage she's like 60 and every time she's dressed i'm telling you like something i've never seen something all, all, all is colored everything is totally interesting uh, and uh, she's in the NFT world. I can send you some things. I created a playlist uh, for, her, for you about her, which is very important. So I think it's really, really very important regarding the NFT. So she's, she's getting on stage and you can see that she's colorful. She, she brings her identity so strongly, you know, it, it, it's totally conveyed all over whatever she's doing. And smart clothing for our children, for ourselves, for the elderly. Smart clothing. Very crucial. Okay. So, Yannick, Ken. We won't have time for the third. <gasps>
Yes, sorry. <laughs> um, we need to go to the next presentation.